Hello, everybody. Welcome to episode. Is it test episode two or is it normal episode one? What, what's normal episode two, I guess. Now it's we, we had normal, a few views, yeah. didn't we? Yeah, yeah. We had we had some glowing feedback. It is test. No, it's not. It's normal episode two. <laughs> Brews and Balters, your cup of tea for all things tabletop. Uh, today we're going to be chatting, keeping it loose. The three musketeers are here. My name is Luke. Him in orange, unless you're listening, in which case, say your name. This one's Scott. It's Scott, indeed, yeah. I look like I'm ready to go and work on motorways, <laughs> to be fair, don't I? He's Mr. Hi-Viz. <laughs> yeah. uh, the opposite of that, if you're watching the video, the man in the darkness. We've got we've got Mr. Tao Tom. Say hello, Tao Tom. Oh. Hey, oh, you're right. He's Tom, he plays Tao. That's all you need oh, to know. Yeah. Yeah, that's more or less it. I forgot that the uh, first first episode that I did didn't work. Yeah. Oh yeah, you weren't. Were you not in test episode one? <laughs> no, no, I wasn't. I uh, I was on holiday, and I skipped right to the very end just to listen to you say happy birthday to me, and then uh, I turned it off. No, hey, that's a lie. <laughs> I saw your I saw your views. I saw you. Speaking of, <laughs> just to cut in and interject a little bit, Giveth, but shall we say thanks to the people that's been watching us? Nah. <laughs> no okay then if you, if you insist thank you to everybody who's listened and watched and and given us feedback you lovely set of people it's very much appreciated we'll take your feedback going forwards that's why uh michael's no longer here uh, and we'll, be, we'll be continuing to ban him until you tell us otherwise um but yeah, it's been really good, and I think we'll continue in the vein of chatting about the news, like the news in 40k, and what is the news in 40k? There's, there's uh, something guys. stirring it up, isn't there? There's some small people stirring up the 40k sector, and by small people, I don't mean you know hobbits. Um, there's, there's some dwarf boys back on the scene, isn't there? Yeah, Warwick Davis's return to the sport. <laughs> some homunculus. <laughs> It's it's uh, Votan, isn't it? The leagues of the Votan. It is, or um, as we all know them, for Rock and Stone. Yeah, if you've ever played Rock and Deep Stone, Rock, Rock and Stone for Carl. They've even for got Carl. someone called Carl. They have it's indeed. Back. Their leader's called Carl. <laughs> Obviously, Deep Rock Galactic. Yep. And um, uh, there is, if you look as well and translate the ro- the runes on the side of the vehicles, it actually says, "If you ain't Rock and Stone, you ain't going home." <laughs> I thought you genuinely yeah. like deconstructed the runes. No. I was about to call you a loser. <laughs> I bet someone has because there's different. I don't know loads about it, but if you don't know anything about Games Workshop or the game of Warhammer, anything new needs to be sold, and anything that's sold is going to have a reason to be bought. And they've got some. Pretty nasty rules. Have you seen any of the rules? Yeah, they basically what they've basically done is there's people who like crack, and then there's people who want more, so they buy super crack, and that's basically what they've done. What you don't realize is it's just normal crack. There's no difference between the two. But what they're trying to do is they're trying, as as you said quite right there, Luke. They're trying to make you buy things right because whenever something comes out, whether it's a new phone. Or a new car. There's always new technology that nothing else has. And then a year down the line, last year's model has the same thing, and that's exactly what happens, right? Mm-hmm. It's a funny one because they can change it later. So yeah. rules for stuff in 40k aren't static. They always get patched, balanced, like a video game. 
So all the cool stuff that they have now will probably go away in one way or another. <laughs> and uh, until they do that, until they take those rules away, uh, most people aren't going to want to come near you with their armies. Because, I mean, so the, the main thing is they're as strong as a space marine. They've got way better guns. Way better you guns. Way better. If you shoot them, and this isn't a thing anyone else can do, if you shoot them, they just shoot you back in your turn. Yep. Um, they've, got, they've got better guns than the Tau, which will definitely annoy you, you Tom. Yeah. Yeah. I think, you I seen think the, big, the big Bertha, have you seen the big one that's attached to the, uh, the, the, the tank that looks like a bin lorry? Oh. I've seen the tower that looks like a bin lorry. I've not seen the gun that's on it. It's a magna rail. And if you look it up, try and find the stats. But it's it's a it's a one shot. So if it misses, great. You've you've ruined your life for a turn. But if it hits, um it does something I want to say like three D three damage or something like that. And if you roll a six and you can manipulate the game to get it to be a six. The damage will spill over onto other models. I think that's specific which... for the Magnus as well, because the Magna Rail yeah. Rifle does the same thing as well. So, so I think for people who don't watch Warhammer, let's mm. take a step back. I don't necessarily listen like like Warhammer or follow Warhammer and just listen to us because we're we're just three gods of of <laughs> of law, I guess Warhammer law. But yeah, for anyone who doesn't know what Votans are, imagine dwarfs. That are in space, wearing big bulky power armor, with everything you would expect a dwarf to have. It's basically like taking Lord of the Rings dwarfs and slapping them in some power armor, and then they've suddenly, as Luke has just said, there found Tau rail rifle technology, but better. That is exactly what these Tau. guys are. They gave Tau their guns. Yeah. That's how you can cook. You can cook. Cooked. Absolutely cooked. <laughs> So yeah, whenever we're describing these guys, try and imagine, you've, you've seen anyone who, who's not even into Warhammer knows what a space marine is because it's everywhere, right? The big blue boys, everyone knows what they are. Seven foot tall super soldiers. It's like me walking around in power armor, right? That big old boys. <laughs> you're, a, you're a custos before you start, Tom. <laughs> you know you're a custos. <laughs> but for anyone who's not seen, it's like it's like a, a big old superhuman walking around in power armor, right? Everyone knows what they look like. Imagine that, but half the size with bigger guns. That's all you need to imagine. And they've got runes on everything as well. We've got a hammer. It's got runes on it somewhere. Pickaxes, haven't they, and stuff as well? Yeah. Space pickaxe. They're Power essentially axe. like that midget off Pirates of the Caribbean with the grenade launcher. Yeah. I don't appreciate your uh, negative language towards the dwarf race. And I'm using the dwarf race. They are that. <laughs> That's not a slur. <laughs> Um, but why would you invent all this stuff, right? Magna rails and all that. You're still swigging a pickaxe about. Because you need to go in style. You think it's just a fashion choice? I, I think 100% it's fashion choice. It's like anything, right? It's like, why do we have tattoos, right? They don't add any... You don't get plus three charisma for having tattoos, right? But no. what it does do is it, sh it changes how you look on the outside. So if we need a pickaxe, because we're dwarf miners, right? Leagues of Otan, they're trying to find ancient relics and stuff. It's basically Deep Rock Galactic for anyone who who's ever played that game, but in the Warhammer universe. Imagine they're out and about. They've got all these nice, powerful guns and stuff as part of their army. They still need to find these relics. 
that they've got a pickaxe, but they want a shiny pickaxe, right? They want the runes <laughs> on of their family and of their ancestors. So when someone looks at them, you can go see that rune on there. That's that grudge I had fifty thousand years ago with them tower over on other planet. That's what it's. That's why they've got the runes. That's why they look snazzy. And that's why they carry a pickaxe. Do you need it? No, I don't need it. It's my grandfather's. Don't need it. I've got this new rail rifle. It does it for me. But it's yeah. my grandfather's pickaxe. <laughs> Yeah, in the game, most guns, if you shoot if you shoot a nuke at someone, you're only going to kill one model, whereas yeah. these rail rifles will just keep killing indiscriminately. So they're going to be really strong. And the grudge stuff you mentioned, oh. if you just look you look at someone, right, on the tabletop, <laughs> you go, I don't like you, you twat, and then they get a grudge token, and then everything, it's, it's like Final sixes, Destination. It's the Final Destination for the opponent, just, yep. they try and run away from the the roof falling in, and they slip onto a thing of knives. Yeah. Um, but yeah, grudge tokens are horrible, and I'm not looking forward to them at all. Um, I'm not looking forward to even being near in the same room watching what you do to people, Scott. When you get your hands on them, <laughs> on them little boys. The thing is, right? I, I what I love is I love that they've done the grudge tokens, right? Because they've taken. Warhammer Fantasy style and everyone's sort of view of a dwarf, right? They've got a book of, book of grudges. The elves did this to them two millennia ago, but they'll still remember. They still don't like the pointy knife-eared <laughs> bastards. They don't like them. And they've done that with 40k. So you look at someone and go, ah, see him in there? I remember it. My grandfather worked alongside my uncle who, <laughs> who knew this guy and he shortchanged him once when he brought a beer. We don't like him. Every time I get a six, it's going yeah. to auto-wound. <laughs> that, that's how it works. I like the idea. It's like Gimli and Legolas, and it's like one, he nicked Legolas's arrow. Yeah. And he's like, in 40,000 years, you twat, I'm going to get you for this. Still yeah, on the yeah, couch's yeah. one. How many, oh, God, great, 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 ad nauseum. Uh, that's a problem. Uh, but it's not you're not going to have them for a while, and then you still got to get them. You still got to build them. You still got to paint yeah. them. And by the time you do that, hopefully they've been nerfed into the ground, reined in a bit, because you don't want it. You don't want them to be crap. Obviously, no. you want them to be strong. But if they're too strong and no one likes you, then then <laughs> it's not good for you either. Do you know what I mean? So this is going to be the biggest problem. I'll tell you tell you right now. For anyone who who doesn't know much about us, always listening for the first time. I tend to win all of my games. All of my games, hands down. Sometimes it's a struggle. Sometimes it's very, very, very close. But I win all of my games, right? And I can play with any army. And I've said this. If you remember rightly, we'll go into story one day, Luke. But do you remember when I told you I was selling okay, I was an just, army? Uh, just, just asterisk. I'm going to asterisk that point and come back to it. But yes, go ahead. Yes. <laughs> I sold an army because someone thought I was going to win with it all the time. So I sold it. Um <laughs> That's how much I try not to pick a meta army and whatever gets called the meta because that's what I always get called for winning all the time. So I want the Votan. I really want the Votan. I wanted the Votan when they first got teased back in April with that little video that I did. But they are ridiculously strong right now, which is putting me off getting them because, let's be fair, we're going to start recording battle reports in the next month, two months. Behind me, if anyone is watching on the video, you'll see I'm making some bases for my sisters of battle. I've got 2,000 points worth of sisters of battle to knock up for our 1,500-point games, ready to go. And they are probably 10% finished. And I've got two months between work and life to get them painted. So to buy some Votan models right now is the worst choice I could possibly do. 
possibly do it. That's why I'm holding off. Hmm. I I think, yeah, rules-wise, it's going to be tough, but they will eventually get nerfed. And I think, to be fair, you did want before you knew what the rules were, because I was considering it as well. But I'm the same. I just don't have... I'm changing jobs. I'm doing all this stuff. I can't be bothered, to be quite honest. Um, I'm sticking with what I've got. I I might even sell an army and just... I can't learn free armies. I, I, I'm bouncing from one to the other each game, and then you end up thinking you can do things with one army that you can't, you can't do yeah. with the army you played six months ago, <laughs> and it all blurs. That's so, why Tom plays Tau. I, I, I couldn't add another. Yeah. Mm. Just shoot stuff, and then that's it. You don't have to worry about it at all. <laughs> exactly that. <laughs> no, exactly that. That is exactly it's, why. It's to the point. And I get it, and like I, I wish I could, I wish I could stick to one army. I think my biggest problem is I got drawn in by the law, and by the looks of the models. And this is this is probably another point I was yeah. going to say about the Votam. So the first release, remember when they first did their first ever model that they was going to release with the gun and the head out? I thought brilliant. This looks really really cool. Second model started coming out with the faces covered and the bigger guns. I was like, oh, this is getting cool. Then they brought out the fucking biker. What was that? What is that model? <laughs> And it's dirty on the tabletop. I hate him. Mm. I hate him. Is that the deal with the hovering tricycle thing? The one that looks like it's gone out to get some shopping. I don't. I don't like it. What? And never come back. Yeah, I would. Is that what they It's like my dad. They're called. They're not, not scouts. They're called. <laughs> called raiders or something, aren't they? I can't remember what they're called. But they've got obsec, which means if you don't know what we're talking about. It means objective secured. So if you're on a base, if you're on an objective, you get it even if there's loads of your opponent's models there. Yeah, if they don't um, have it. And they've got and they've got obsec. And now I'm a custodies player. We have bikes. We don't have we had obsec and they took it away. Because they didn't yeah. this is this is how you just need to accept everything is gonna change. Um it's 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 annoying to then see some more bikes get obsec. But they're they're actually growing on me. Those models they look kind of. I just I don't think good. they fit in. I don't think they fit in. If they were going to do something with them, you got space marines have got big thick boy bikes, right? They look awesome. They look like you'd see a space marine ride. Why is a smaller version of them got these weird hover bike things that look like looks like they've just been mashed together? You'd expect them to be like biker mice from Mars bikes. That's what I was expecting. Yeah. In big heavy armor, big old guns everywhere. That's that's what I wanted from the dwarf. So they just not, haven't brought it. I like the other vehicles. The land fortress and stuff is sick, but that just completely missed the mark for me. Those bikes. See, that's bizarre logic for me because the bikes have got hover things, right? They're flying around, they're hovering on things. The land fortress, the bin lorry, has got <laughs> the, the tiniest micro machine. Tiny wheels. wheels. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's like run up to it, just shoulder charge it. It's going to start rocking. If it's going over the moon. Or yeah. something, you know, something rocky. What's that? Why yeah. have the bikes got hover things, and then the the fortress? Is yeah, and I, th- I think yeah. Like, they've got their. I forget the, the name of them. It's Hearthkin Warriors, which is the normal guys, right? And then they've got mm. the ones that look like Slayers, basically from World War from um, Warhammer. The ones that look like they've got no tops on and they've got massive axes and hammers and stuff. Look like Repentia, basically, but for for the Votan. And they all tie in, and it all looks great. And then you get Carl, or you can have a high Carl, 
who literally just looks like a, a dwarf thane. It looks brilliant. And then mm. you've just got these guys on bikes. It's just it just spoils it for me. The 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 way it looks uh, is just and you know me, I play I play armies based on what they look like. I play Eldar because they look like the fast high elves that dive around everywhere. I play Sisters of Battle because it's high gothic and it's just the the atmosphere of them are absolutely brilliant. I play Dark Angels because of the background of the lore and the way they look like knights. I can't play some of those Votan because of how they look and I'll never have them in the army. Mm. Yeah, I've got some of that with yeah. my custodies. I don't like the bikes. Um, Except it doesn't make sense. I want them to slowly walk up. Yeah, I've got a captain on a bike. Yeah, but that's like a special thing, and the rest of them yeah. walk up pinging bullets off them. That's how I want to play them. So I get that. Like, if you're really like bikes, your captain on a bike. Yeah, that's good. Mm. Yeah, I mean, maybe I'll sick. change my mind. It's but... disgustingly good. <laughs> it's not done much the amount of games I played you a bunch of times Tom and you just rail rifled me yeah. um, which makes sense yeah, I know how bad it was So, uh, and I charged straight into Scott's avatar of Kane last time and then just got deleted there Yeah, oh, mate. <laughs> the avatar was so frustrated he just like took it and like went crushed tiny human <laughs> just destroyed it <laughs> and then my bike captain's like can you stop like Throw me into this off Pearl Harbor, mate. You, I'm the boss. Can you stop throwing me into all this shit, please? But he, yeah, he was having none of it. He was having none of it. Maybe, mate. maybe one day I'll get some bikes, but I think I'll offload army number three if I ever do that. Or I want the Venatari, the guys with the chicken wings, um, rather than the bikes, I think. I think there's a lot of that, though. When we look into the armies, I'm sure Tom's probably got stuff with his Tau where he looks at him and he just goes, you know what, I love this unit's stat line. But I hate how the model looks. Yeah. Or yeah. I love the, have, how this have, model looks, but I, I can't use it because of that line shit. Do you have Every time I use the ghost kill. Mm. So I I love the way the ghost kill looks. Yeah, it's awesome. To, to be fair, I, I I do really enjoy it. Every time I play it, it's immediately deleted by anything else that's on the field. In, like instantly, I Perfect would love full, to mate. play. Yeah, I'd love to play a ghost kill and stealth suit list um, with. I don't know, potentially, um, oh, what's the name? Commander Shadow oh, Sun. Oh, Shadow Sun. Shadow Sun. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. so I'd, I'd like to play one of those lists. However, the stealth suits are all right if you have one or two units. The ghost kill is just a massive target, yeah. and it's an absolute pain in the ass to try and play. So no matter how many times I try it, no matter how many different lists I put it in, it's immediately deleted, but I love the way it looks. Yeah, it's cool. I mean, like, I would have played Tau just to play with all the big mech suits. Yeah. Because it's like anime. Yeah. yeah. Um, I, I don't think there's anything I don't like about Tau, really, apart from melee combat is a difference. As an orc player, mate, you need what you need is everything <laughs> flying at them at the same time. Like, I've got yeah. a battle wagon full of 20 boys. The Bangos. A plane, the bang bus coming at you. You don't know what to shoot at. One of them's going to die, but the rest of them are going to get in. Um, yeah. So you need you need like more, more ghost kills or more something. Yeah, I I do use a. Yeah, I I use a commander, and to be fair, he's the one unit in my army that I ever use because I don't run far sight, so I'm not very melee. I use the Onager Gauntlet as a relic. And yeah. every time I've got into combat with something with that, it's surprised whoever I'm playing because they don't expect me to go, oh, I'm actually going to charge that. 
and then win and then absolutely punch it to absolute fucking death um, which is hilarious and I chuckle about it every single time I do it like the kid yeah. at school in it like he gets bullied every day and the one day he just pulls out the energy gauntlet everyone <laughs> 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 starts panicking it's fisted time yeah. oh mate <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, I, I agree with that. I think there's yeah. some some surprises with it, but I suppose that goes on nicely, doesn't it? Really, to what we like and what we don't like about the game. Then that's that's uh, the, we've touched on the Votan, and there's certain things we do like about him, certain things we don't like. But I suppose it's very personal, not just the game itself, but the hobby, the lifestyle around it, and stuff, isn't it? Not necessarily just the armies that we do play. Yeah, yeah, I'd say. I don't mind armies being strong because that always changes. It's annoying, but you're going to be the one who's deleting everyone at some point. I don't like how complicated it can get. Just simply losing because you can't remember everything. And I, I think you, you win games because you're good at remembering things. I'm not. That's why I, I just re- wing the entire thing. I think when yeah, I was playing I'd my say. Space Wolves, yeah, when I was playing Space Wolves against you, I was like, right, got doctrines. They change every turn and affect <laughs> what my guns do. I've got my Space Marine book with all the Space Marine rules, but then I've got my Space Wolves book with all the Space Wolves rules. i got to know your rules to, to try and plan out what you're doing. You can't keep then up I've, my rules, mate. I'm not finished. <laughs> and then I've got three Space <laughs> Are like an essay each, and I got to read them, and I haven't memorized them all yet. So I've got to sit and read them. And go, uh, if you hold more things in this thing, then you get five points. And I'm like, I got to remember how many points I've got now. I got to add that up. <laughs> I got to have a flipping financial degree um, <laughs> to, to keep track of all this, and that's that's more annoying. Like, get rid of strat- stratagems as well. Get rid of them. Get rid of strats. Make it make the less rules, even if it gets a so, bit broken because you can always tweak the the game balance so what you're saying is you want to play more open play matches rather than matched because we mm. always play match which is all the stratagems all um all the secondaries and, and all that stuff whereas with open it's play okay. it's, here's a point or a power level and here's the core rules have at each other I think, I maybe, think... We, maybe we do some games, sorry, where we do mess with it and try and see if we can simplify it. Like, just put random uh, things on, like, no strats and just see if yeah. it's better. And maybe it's not. Maybe it's not fair. I found, like, custodies, all my army's got really good data sheets. Taking stratagems away might make me too good. So it's, it's, hard. it's hard to do. Yeah, I was, I was just going to say, I think, I think the new... Um... Warzone Nephilim has helped that. So I know we we play Nephilim rules, so it's half CP, uh, but we play Tempest of War, so we get the random secondaries. I love Tempest of War. I think that's the best thing we've ever done because I love. I don't like a game where it's like I've got to score this objective every single turn to max it out. Whereas you play Tempest of War, one turn I can be trying to kill your guys in melee, for example, Luke, but then the next turn I need to get behind your lines. I've got to think, what can I put behind his lines that can survive the onslaught of him shooting me this next turn to be able to score them points? And I love that. Like, You get Razor Banners for a secondary. Cool. So I've got to move one of my units onto an objective and do an action. So that unit can't charge and it can't shoot unless I use a stratagem for it or something like that. So that's taking out that unit out. So which unit 
is my least effective or can withstand the most punishment if I put it on that objective. So it gets you thinking more, which I love that. But I do agree with you. There's too many stratagems. The stratagems yeah. need to be just, just every unit should have one stratagem, just one stratagem per unit. That's it. Because then how easy is that instead of thinking, right, okay, so I've got my sacrosants, I can do this, but if I get charged, I can do this with them and I could use this stratagem for that. No, just do, do sacrosants, one, one CP, they've got a shield wall, they get plus one save, one CP. There you go, done. Yeah. What what have I got for me this is a battle? Okay, these ones can move and shoot for one CP at full rapid fire range. Cool, one CP. And if, if everything just had one CP, you know what they're specialists. It's almost like playing a game, like playing Dawn of War and having that little cooldown button where you press it, it does something amazing. It only does it on that one unit. Just do that with stratagems and the game would be so much more simpler. Yeah. Yeah, that's fair. That'd be my main thing. Everything else, to be quite honest, I really like. Um, painting, I like. I don't love painting. I'm not as good at painting, but I like it. It's fun to do. I don't like building. I get Tom to build everything. <laughs> I don't have oh. coordination. I end up sticking arms on backwards and, and stuff. <laughs> oh, I'm, I'm the other way around. I love building. I, I, I'm not very good at painting. I don't think anyway. And I don't know. It frustrates me after a bit. So I can't paint lots um, altogether. If that makes sense, it's like one model every now and then. To which makes it a while until I have an army sword. I think we we, we spoke about this, and we're going to do an episode on painting the hobby itself. But um, my quick take on that, mate, would be like. Things are things are subjective, so what you yeah. might think looks not very good in your eyes, you could put that on something like Reddit, and you can see what some of the people do put on there, and you could just be like, actually, you're good, you're good at what you do. So it's very yeah. subjective. It's what you want to get out of it as well. Now, take it from someone who spends forty hours, forty five hours painting one model, like that is a waste of time. Me doing that, <laughs> it looks it looks shit yeah. at the end of it. But I still look at other people on Instagram and go, God, I wish I could be as good as them. So it's it's always going to be subjective. It's not worth it. Whereas I spend probably two hours doing five retributors the other day using normal metallic colours and shades and stuff like that. And they're nearly done. And they look, they look shit hot. But they haven't taken me 45 hours. So it's very subjective yeah. for what you want to get out of it. So I'd never say, to ever say that you're a shit painter for anybody who even listens to this either. Everyone is on a learning journey with painting and you go at your own pace for it and you get out of it what you want to get out of it. If you want to learn how to do non-metallic metal, then you're going to do like anything. You're going to sit there and you're going to practice it for hours and hours and hours and hours and hours until you finally get it. And if you're not willing to put that effort in, then you're happy with the results that you've got. So it's all subjective, mate. Don't ever say you're a bad painter. Yeah. I'm in that I'm in that middle. I'm not willing to put in that level of effort. But I rem- I've gotten way better at painting because I remember painting, uh, I want to say my first war boss. And I looked at it a year a year or so after of painting, and, yeah. and I was like, Jesus Christ. You brought it around awful. to my house, didn't you? Yeah, yeah. I was like, this is actually shit. <laughs> I remember you saying <laughs> in, in the moment. In the, in the moment, I looked at it, and I was like, God, I used to think that was good. You showed me it, and you went, what can I do to improve it? I was like, well, first thing, we can put some eyes in it and some teeth. That's the first <laughs> thing we can do, because it had no everything was yeah. green. We can do eyes and teeth and the mouth. And then we'll start working on some cabling because all the cabling was the same color as well, weren't it? And I remember saying to mm. you, like, just change, the, just pop a copper cable in there, put a normal cable in there, a brighter cable there, you know. And it is, it, but it's all techniques and stuff that you learn along the way. And now look at what you can produce. Yeah, yeah. And um, dry brushing's your friend, mate. Get a big makeup brush. Yeah. Oh, slap it, slap it all over. 
um, and you'll just catch all the edges, and that'll do yeah. the job for you. Edge, high, edge highlights for chumps, bro. You got a dry brush. <laughs> yeah, you got to buff those models, mate. <laughs> I've, I've improved a lot since I've uh, since I've been getting on with it, but I just I don't know. I just don't enjoy sitting down painting where I do really enjoy sitting down and building. I, I don't know why. I, I honestly couldn't tell you, but uh, I just suppose I'm wired that way. Just like how you'd rather paint than build. What yeah, about the fair. the law? You like the law aspect as well, right, Tom? Oh yeah, yeah. I've read, I think all but one of the um, Horus Heresy books now. How many Horus Heresy books are there? Is it fifty-eight, fifty-nine? I think. It's insane. No, if there's not, Harry Potter. Harry Potter and oh, I don't know, fucking. Uh, he's old now. He's gonna die. Harry Potter and the Harry retirement Potter's, home. Harry Potter's Harry, son. <laughs> Harry Potter and the Grey Pube. Yeah. Tim, that's not including all the Primark books because I've not started them either yet. Bad it's man. just the, uh, the the base Horace Heresy and Siege of Terror. Do you own these books or is it Audible? No, they're, they're all in Audible. I've I've got. A dozen or so of the the actual books, but uh, I've been meaning to get all the collector's edition ones, fill out a bookshelf, but I've not got around to that yet. I'm too busy buying plastic crap, mate. As as someone who's I'm just finishing up the Thousand Suns book, really, yeah, really cool yeah. book, really, really cool. Don't like the guy who narrates it. Fuck it, I don't know how yeah. he talks. I don't like how he talks at all. But as someone who's like maybe book 13, 14 in, like mate, that's some fucking dedication. That's so <laughs> I've just googled. Do you know how many war, like how many forty k books there are? From block library, oh. thousands. Oh, mate, there's, thousands. There's, no, there's like six or seven hundred or something. After I think. Oh, there, hang there, on, there is no. a lot. There's multiple sources here. I'm getting, I'm getting conflicting reports. I'm getting <laughs> three fifty here. Someone else saying there are around what four hundred and sixty two. Um. But, I, I mean, thought there were more than that because I they've just brought up the Indomitus series for really? all the yeah the Indomitus series it covers all the ascension to Primaris Marines and stuff and then they've got all the old Eldari ones and then they've got all the Warhammer ah, fantasy you know, you they've got all the Age Sigmar yeah. stuff as well <laughs> so that yeah those these posts are from like years ago yeah <laughs> <laughs> yeah so yeah you're probably right there's probably way more than that. But yeah, you're, you're a massive lore fan, especially your 30k, oh, you, you enjoy more than yes. your 40k stuff. Yes, I I love all the 30k stuff. I do love the, the 40k lore, it's just all the 30k stuff is what got me into um, the whole war armory side of it. So I thought I'd listen to all the Aris Heresy books first, and they just kept bringing more and more and more out over the years as, as I've listened to them. So when I finish them, I'll, I don't know what I'll listen to, to be fair. I've, I know I've got a few Orc books to listen to, um, recommended by by Luke, um, and then some I think Eldar gonna, ones, mate, and some Sister Battle ones, yeah. really good ones. Eldar, I, the new Sisters of Battle series is supposed to be really good as well, and the Indomitus series. I need yeah. to listen to. I've I've listened to one. <laughs> <laughs> it was amazing, though. Honest to God, I was like surprised at how good it was. Some of them that, yeah. like, that's kind of got me into it actually because I've always gone, ah, I'm reading a book, and because I, I resist like Tolkien and all that, and I sometimes think it's going to be like, and Schmernema went into the castle of Eon <laughs> and drew, <laughs> drew his sword of relinquishment from the, and I'm just like, oh, piss off with that shit, man. But it's it was actually very good. 
Yeah, I can, so I I can honestly say like the first audiobook I got uh, from the 40k series was Jen Zah, because I was painting her up. So I listened to that. Yeah. Emma, Emma Scott, I think it is, who's a narrator on it. Really, really good. The problem is with the story, it kind of takes place in two different parts. So it kind of shows you the past and then the current and then the past and the current. It kind of goes through between the two. Yeah. But I absolutely adored it. And there was things that I missed as I listened to it the first time, as I listened to it the second time. Um, then I went through the Horus Heresy, started Horus Heresy, um, yeah. and started with some Sister Battle recently. So I've had um, since Celestine. Absolutely amazing book. A lot about her lore and about her background and stuff, which is phenomenal. And The Triumph of St. Catherine as well, which I've seen the model and I always thought the model was shit. I didn't understand why it was there, why is it so big. Now I understand it from the lore and now I want that model. So yeah. that that sort of thing for me, the lore aspect of it, I get that. I, I do 100% agree with you on that. Yeah. Like, why is 30k better than 40k Ooh. to you? <sighs> Because Magnus did nothing wrong. <laughs> well, I, I, I think Magnus did one thing wrong on is my controversial opinion for the evening. Oh yeah, he did. Um, smashing through yeah. the, the webway and then Pre- going, oh, Pre- what yeah. did I break? Pretty <laughs> yeah, pretty much. Pretty tell, Lawmaster, explain. <laughs> just, just a casual portal to hell, you know. It, yeah. So, did. so the Emperor was working on essentially what the Eldari webgate is. Um, which is a way of moving through space and not not necessarily time, but way of moving through the space in the warp without actually going into the warp as they were currently. So there's no demons, there's no Gillerfields or anything like that. There's a big gate, you walk through it, and you walk through a gate on the other side and everything's fine. Now, the Emperor withdrew from the Great Crusade, making Horus Warmaster. I love this. This, this is, not this a, is uh, amazing. It's not... This is not yeah. beginner friendly, by the way. It's <laughs> been like eight times where I've gone. You should probably explain what that is. Yeah. <laughs> this is a very quick run rundown. So, if, if, if you're listening to this, and you're like, "What? What is happening?" Like, we'll come back to it. We'll come yeah, back we will. To yeah, yeah. I'll, I'll come back to it. I'll, I'll explain it more then. Um, Emperor leaves the crusade, goes back to Terror, and starts working on the webway. But nobody knows about this plan other than the Emperor Malkador. Secret. Yeah. The sigilite. The, the, the G. Yeah, to stop all the uh, the chaos gods invading it. Um, Magnus learns that Horus is turned traitor, um, which is a, a big thing for him. He decides, oh, I best let my dad know. So he goes, oh, the quickest way to get there is just go psychically and appear in front of him psychically. What mm. he didn't know is the Emperor was linked to the this uh, webway, this gate, um, and instead of just appearing telepathically in front of his dad, he smashed through the uh, the the webway gate telepathically, destroying all all the emperor's wards around it to stop all the the warp entities entering it, and the chaos gods learning about it, um, and essentially wrecking all the safeguarding and gating protocols that uh, the emperor's put into place. He fucked so, up, right? He, he yeah, yeah. Mag- he, he, Mag- he, when you say, when you <laughs> he, he did say, that like, thing wrong. <laughs> and then his dad sent Lehman Ross to go in. Yeah, slap we did. Through books, warp entities as well. Just to bring that back is is essentially demons and and yeah, zombies and space rapists. I suppose we we probably need L. to do like a an episode on what chaos is, right? 
Because like for we, anyone yeah. who's listening, anyone who's listening, like they don't necessarily want to know what the chaos gods are. That there's more than one of them. There's actually five technically, um, and all the other bits and pieces that come with them in terms of like the demons and stuff. So yeah, I think you've done a, a good overview there, mate, and left loads of doors open for us to explore in the future. So cheers for that. Yeah, it, it's a massive law universe. That if I were to go into it in de- in depth now, I would be here for about a week. So uh, we will certainly revisit that. To, go in Tom's brain to like the Matrix, it. you know, where they like stick <laughs> the needle in your head and you, you download, download kung fu and stuff. Yeah, Tom's, yeah, pretty much. Tom's head would be like, "What do you want? Law?" And then like all the shelves of guns, <laughs> that, all audio books appear. You're like, what do you need? And every time you flick it, it goes, "This is this is this is audible. This is audible." <laughs> <laughs> Horus Rising, narrated by Dan Abbott. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> who is horse? Who is horse? And what does his hearsay? Why is he rising? Who is the Warhammer? Who is the horse? Who is the Warhammer forty thousand? <laughs> and where is he now? <laughs> <laughs> what do you, so, so I suppose finishing you off, Tom. What do you like about the the gaming aspect? Do you like the tabletop? Is that something that you enjoy, or is something that annoys you? How do you feel about that? I, I really do enjoy playing. I. For anyone that, oh no, no, no one will have seen us play yet, but for anyone that does see us play in the future, I win very, very, very rarely. Um, it's almost impossible normally that I win, mainly because my tactics are awful. But then I just, oh, I create all my list with the rule of cool, which is mm. the best rule that I can recommend to anybody. If it looks cool, I play it. Um, and if I think it's cool, I, I play it. Um, but I, I really enjoy just shooting stuff, really. Um, well, in my head, shooting stuff. Um, <laughs> yeah, I go pew pew. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's essentially what Tao does. It goes pew pew pew. And the look of despair on someone like Mike's face, for example, the last couple of times I've played him, where I've gone, oh, this is my shooting phase starting now, and I will spend the next 30 to 40 minutes going and this shoots and this shoots and this shoots oh by the way everything can fire again because I use this strat and this shoots and this shoots and him just like looking at me in absolute horror as either all this stuff dies or as I run down the clock because I'm just shooting all the, all the time because it, it's just funny yeah <laughs> We had some good games when it was me and you. I just got into Custodes. You just got the new tower rules. So they've yeah, gone from being the new being tower like rules. They were like being slapped by a limp fish finger before, weren't they? And then all of a sudden, <laughs> yeah, they're, off. all of a sudden they're like swordfish, like <laughs> out at you, trying to, Piranhas, trying to mate. Tell you. And you, we we went back and forth for, for a while, didn't we? I'd beat you, and you'd beat me. They were good yep. shows. I was we, we are still tied on that. Hmm. Still needs to be finished. Yeah, I think it's three each. We're on your guns versus my armor, basically. Yeah, pretty much. And until I can how... get close enough to, to bop you on the head. <laughs> <laughs> Literally, all you do is come up and flick me like that, and then um, <laughs> that's it. I fly across the table, and I'm dead in a blue mushy pile. Wait, but I have to walk, and it takes a while. <laughs> <laughs> no, thankfully, I've got big rail guns. I'm I'm hoping to try and figure out a way to use four. Is it three or four hammerheads in a list? You're just a scumbag, is what you are. Yeah, which scumbag. is a scumbag list, but it would be funny. 
I think I think yeah. that that gives people a good starting point. I think we should do more podcasts on what things are, so we yeah. can bring people up to speed if they're brand new. But there'll be a lot of people who who followed. I followed that, and I don't read. I've read one book, so yeah, yeah. Well, I think wasn't bad at all. I think yeah, um, from from my point of view, I, there's not a lot I don't like from the hobby mm. overall. Um, sometimes the building gets frustrating. Um, I love the law of it. I love. I I don't know if you do the same, Tom, but I tend to bang a podcast on or yes. a battle report on or something while I'm sat painting. Um, yeah. I love doing that. I love doing that. I love playing the games. I love winning the games. I like. I've I've said this all along. I know this is a bit of a, a meme going around now between us. I'd like to lose just so I can learn, <laughs> so I can learn more. Because I think you learn so much more from losing, and when you're winning. Yeah. Sometimes it's just like I don't always want it to be a wipeout. Sometimes I'd like I'd like a proper challenge. Um, so if I've any pushed of you, boys... you, I've pushed you. I've seen fear in your eyes a couple of times. You have, yeah. Your orcs nearly beat me that once with the Eldar, and then I managed yeah. to just switch it round and then like table your turn four. So yeah, it's that. I love that. I love the law. Starting to learn a little bit more about the background of my armies and stuff, which I love. Um, I think sometimes the thing that I don't like about it, I mentioned this in the first episode, is probably the gatekeeping side of stuff yeah um, i don't like like weave books or weave books for warhammer world right for around my birthday we're going to go around there have um, some dinner in bugman's have a drink play some games on one of the tables and all that sort of stuff and as soon as you go onto their website the first thing they say on their website is no 3d printed parts every part must be from games workshop including heads shoulders arms legs torsos weapons everything must be from games workshop and i just think that's you I get it, right? Let's not copy people's IP and then use them as as like stand-ins mm. for it. But if someone's got an army that they're making a custom army for, they're making a custom Space Marine chapter, and they want a logo doing on their shoulder pad, why are they not allowed to bring that in? Yeah, just because it's three D printed, and that's that's the thing of the hobby that I hate, and I wish there was a way to stop that monopoly on the hobby of it, um, and. The other thing I think I kind of struggle from quite a lot of, I don't know if you guys get the same, is hobby burnout. I get a lot with my painting. So I'll be painting Morgan Vile 45 hours into it. I started painting Celestine 20 hours into it. And then sometimes you look at what you've got left on the shelf to do and you just think, fuck, I have yeah. not got time for this. Yeah. When you paint your first orc boy and you look at the 30 others waiting there <laughs> in grey, you just go, oh, what am I doing? Yeah. yeah. What is what is my life? Yeah. That feeling is very real for me at the minute. You boys have seen my pile of shame. And for those of you who haven't, it's... Oh, that should be a video. That's, that's definitely <laughs> going to be a video. That, that, <laughs> that, that, that could be a video. It's, oh, is it like four or five boxes? Like large boxes full of unbuilt stuff. And then I've got another two big, you know, the Citadel Army figure cases. Yeah, yeah. That are a good... 65-70% full of unpainted stuff so uh, I've got a lot of stuff to do but because I can't help myself and because I'm an idiot and they keep bringing new stuff out I keep buying it and I think about building it and painting it later oh yeah you, you'd, you'd sell you'd sell your missus for some more plastic crack mate wouldn't you oh yeah I'm, yeah. I'm, I'm still trying to get you to buy my third army so you, just get, <laughs> so you can just have it throw it, throw, it in the, throw it in a cupboard and never use it I've already got loads of orcs off you anyway 
Yeah, 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 I'll give you some walks. I'm going to train you into being a fighting fighting behemoth, mate. Yeah, I've got time for orcs are punching. Mm. I don't know if... Uh, I know you guys probably, because you don't paint as much, um, you probably don't get that same level of stress from it. But one thing I do have is like... So, for instance, Dan, he's got his Necrons. He hates painting. Dan's not a big painter. Hates painting. I want to help him. I want to do his Necrons for him. 2,000 points worth of Sisters of Battle... Probably three thousand worth of Eldar to paint, two thousand points worth of Dark Angels to paint. Got Votan sat around the corner ready for me to buy. I've got so much stuff I want to paint and do, but I want to help Dan. I want to get his Necrons painted. I've got Magnus, if anyone's watching on the video behind me, I've got Magnus behind me, sat on top of my PC right now, about eighty percent of the way done for my brother, for Martin, because he's got a thousand sons. Again, he hates painting. He does not like being he's just not he's just he's not a creative guy. That's just not what he likes to do. So I want to try and paint his house of sons for him. I don't have enough hours in the day to paint everyone's stuff. And when I do paint someone's stuff, like when I painted your room priest, Luke, I want to make sure it's painted to a certain level that I'm happy with it if it was in my army. Because I'd never want to give someone s- some shit, if that makes sense. Like, I don't want to just say, well, that's done. It's not mine, fuck it. Like, I still want to paint it. It. It, mine. It, gave me, it gave me shit about it as well, Tom. He's like, I'm painting this for you. I'm like, you've got like... A whole garage full of everyone else's stuff. I wanted one guy. Right, let's just get this straight. The reason I didn't want to paint your guy to start with is because he was a heretic, a filthy, filthy <laughs> heretic. Right? He was a rune priest for the Space Boy. Wolves dressed in Araman's armor from the Thousand Suns. Oh, yeah. I forgot yeah. about that. Yes. I got him, Tom, right? Because I, I saw him and he had, he had a staff, and I'm like, that's good. I don't have to build it. And it, yeah, he had like loads of evil runes and stuff on him. <laughs> Scarabacult everywhere, <laughs> Thousand Sun symbols everywhere. Oh. I was like, I literally built him a Primaris out of spare parts, put some extra bits <laughs> on it, moved the staff over, put his head on his backpack and painted it from, from scratch. I was like, I cannot, the, I cannot use this. And he had the audacity, the audacity to call me out on it. <laughs> I did. <laughs> you are. <laughs> <laughs> but no, that's 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 probably my, my hardest thing with the hobby. I love every, every aspect of it. I love the games as well. I, like, I love that dark side when that comes out. Jesus, can't wait for that. That side would be amazing. I'm, I love the hobby. It's probably my favourite thing to do outside of family and work. But yeah, the burnout sometimes for painting and stuff and the the challenge, yeah. I think as well, I feel like I set myself a challenge for what my painting level should be. If it's not that, mm. I feel like I put more pressure on myself to get to that as well. Oh, yeah, that's true. Yeah. Yeah, I certainly don't don't have that, but I, <laughs> I get it. I get it. It's... Um... It's hard work. When when I do get that model, I want. I'm gonna try the, for this one. <laughs> uh, yeah, I feel. I feel it then. Um, but I, I reckon. I reckon we've we've covered that topic, boys. What do you reckon? Lovely stuff. Yeah. I think all all we need to do. I mean, they'll be. We'll be uploading this to Spotify. Spotify should uh, be on. Are you, yeah. YouTube. Is it going on so there? YouTube. So the plan yeah. is for everyone who's listening and does actually like what we're doing. We are actually recording all these as well. So I'm keeping a diary of these. So when we do launch the YouTube channel in November, I'm going to upload the whole podcast series as it is now, up until uh, um, up until the November one, and then we'll start releasing it simultaneously between Spotify and YouTube at the same time. The video and the audio version, depending which one you prefer. And then we'll start getting some battle reports done. But we've got another test of battle report in a few weeks, Luke. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, testing that out. Testing that um, out. If you want to see various updates, just subscribe to Bruise and Bolters on uh, Instagram. I had to think yeah. about that. But it's Bruise, <laughs> B-R-E-W-S, and Bolters. 
<clears throat> the word Bolt ERS. It's a gun in 40k. So subscribe to us, <laughs> follow us, get all the good stuff. You know you want it. Um, yeah. And also, and don't it. forget to mention we have launched our <laughs> Facebook page as well. So if anyone yes. of years are over 30, like the most of us are, and you still use that sort of stuff, um, you can catch us on there. And that's where, again, going back to what we said at the beginning, saying thanks to people who's watching, that's probably where we've got most of our comments from, from people who we know um, and from people outside of who we know actually leaving us comments. So leave a comment on there. We'll post up our latest uh, Spotify when it's on there for you for the secret of the podcast directly. But if you've got any questions or anything, that is where you'll reach us probably best ask us some questions mm -hmm. we can keep a, a tab of it and we'll address it for next time and tom just from what you've said today mate i've got a list of about 10 more episodes so <laughs> this is sound this is really, really cool but yeah. i think the plan is we're going to try and get this like a, a weekly basis right now because we have people listening from mm -hmm. bulgaria we've had someone listen from mexico a few people from from um uh, usa we've had some people from london and from all around the uk so it's been to say it's our first episode of people that know no one knows who we are i think we did all right yeah Absolutely smashed it, and I'm 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 working on catchphrases all the time, guys. So I've got a good catchphrase to close us out. There we go. Mecca brew. What is it? Mecca brew. Uh, take a pew, and we'll see you in two. It's brews and bolters. <laughs> Bye, everyone. Catch Have a you next time, week. guys. Bye. Love you. Mm. <laughs> <laughs>